Welcome to the Unfading Truth Bible Reading Plan. Today we're reading John chapter 1, verses 1 through 18. Jesus is not a God, or even just like God. Jesus is God. Well, the first 18 verses of John's Gospel are what we call the prologue to John's Gospel. Uh, and we're not going to read all 18 verses here this morning. Uh, we're going to uh, we're going to read verses 1 through 5, and then we'll drop down to verse 14, and then we're going to drop down again to verse 18. Uh, but these are always good words to read if you've got your Bible open. Read, read the whole thing. Uh, but let's begin reading here at John chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. And we'll drop down to verse 14. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Now down to verse 18. No one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son, who is himself God and is in closest relationship with the Father, has made him known. Well, we're going to begin this week with question and answer 33 of the Catechism. And that question is, going. remember we're following here the, the Apostles' Creed, and, and we confess in the Apostles' Creed that Jesus is God's only begotten Son. Well, how can we, we say that? How can we say that Jesus is God's only begotten Son when we are also God's children? I'm going to look at the first half of the answer here today. That answer is because Christ alone is the eternal, natural Son of God. Today's summary and Dig Deeper post are written by Pastor Sean Gerbers from First Christian Reformed Church in Zeeland, Michigan. The Gospel of John begins differently than the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Matthew gives us the genealogy of Jesus. Mark begins with a prophecy of Isaiah and then writes about John the Baptist. Luke, also after briefly introducing his purpose, begins by writing about John the Baptist as well. John's introduction is a theological statement about who Jesus is. Before he gets into the life of Jesus, John very clearly states that Jesus is God. John is setting the tone for the rest of his gospel, leaving no doubt that Jesus is God, even though some rejected him as such. John's prologue, these first 18 verses, they build on the very first statement of Jesus being the Word, speaking of his presence and action there in, in the creation. Then his incarnation as the Christ, that word incarnation, remember, that just simply means becoming flesh. Jesus became flesh. And then this prologue concludes by acknowledging Jesus' knowledge of God because he is God. Let's dig a little bit deeper. 
This year, during some of our earlier devotions, we looked at the importance of Jesus' divinity. Without being God, Jesus could not bear the weight of God's wrath for our sin. The Catechism is now teaching on the Apostles' Creed, and so once again it reminds us of the divinity of Jesus. Jesus is God, just as the Father is God, and just as the Holy Spirit is God. We must not think that Jesus was created by God or is somehow lesser than God. He has always existed. That's why John writes, in the beginning was the Word. One of the differences between Jehovah's Witnesses or the Mormons, between those sort of religions and Christianity, is our understanding of Jesus. You see, Jehovah's Witnesses and Mormons, they believe that Jesus was created by God. They believe that he was the first created being and and, and held in an exalted position. But as we read John, especially verse 3 here, we know that that cannot be true because we read that through Jesus, all things were made. And without him, nothing was made that has been made. How could Jesus be a created being when all things were made through him and for him? Jesus is the eternal word made flesh. He has always existed and will always exist. He was present during creation and active in it. Through him all things were made. Jesus Christ is the eternal, natural Son of God. If you believe he is anything less than that, well then he's not sufficient to save us from our sins. You must believe that Jesus is who the Bible says he is. Jesus is God. As you pray today, use the triple A prayer method. You just simply begin your prayer by acknowledging who God is. And today as we read John's prologue, we can acknowledge Jesus. We can pray to Jesus too. Most of the time we pray to the Father. But we can pray to Jesus. He's he's the eternal word. He is God. After you've acknowledged who God is, the second A is align your life with God's will. And today you can do that by praying that although the world doesn't recognize Jesus, pray that you will and that you will live accordingly. You can read those words there in verses 10 and 12. We, we skipped over those as we read that together, but go back and read that again as you pray. Then the final A, that third A, is to ask God for what you need. Remember, everything else that you hear today will fade away. But the word of the Lord is unfading truth.